Have you ever looked at other educators and wondered how on earth are they doing it all? Where do they get the energy, the passion, the drive and the time to do all of this? Is there something wrong with me if I can't even keep on top of planning my lessons, let alone doing all the other stuff? Well then this episode is especially for you, so keep listening to find out the secret to be able to do it all. So before we get into today's episode, welcome to the Teach On Teach Wrong podcast. I'm Katie, I'm a teacher from London and I've been teaching in secondary schools for about 12 years and I created this podcast last year in 2017 just because I wanted to help my fellow teachers with mindset, attitude, well-being, all these kinds of things with our personal development to help us be the best teachers that we can be. I put out episodes twice a week for you every Sunday and Wednesday and Sundays we delve a bit deeper into topic and come up with some actionable steps for you to take away and implement. So let's get right into today's topic because it is an important one. It was sparked by a question I received via email from one of my lovely listeners who asked how I do it all and stay so enthusiastic and energetic whilst still being a teacher. I thought this was such an important topic to talk about as we can all relate to this at some point. I bet you can think of one person either online or in your own school who looks like they can just do it all and they make it look so easy, which you know can give you a bit of a complex and make you question yourself. And if we're not careful, this comparison can end up being really harmful to us. So I wanted to nip this in the bud right away and address it right now. First of all, One of my earliest episodes, number 11, is titled It's You Versus You, which touches on this very topic. So be sure to go back and listen to that episode too if you deal with comparisonitis. (laughs) Because us teachers have such an incredible desire to be the best we can possibly be for other people that we can sometimes let comparison work against us instead of for us. We can use comparison to highlight what we're lacking instead of using it to look at what we can achieve. However, we never really know the sacrifices people make to get to where they are. Because all we see is the glory and we assume, sometimes incorrectly, that this is all so easy for them and therefore there must be something wrong with us because we're finding it so difficult. And I know people can sometimes think this about me, both at school and you know online. At school they might see my neat and tidy classroom, the fact that I'm always meeting deadlines, I'm giving it my all when I'm teaching and my engaging resources. And online you see me putting out two podcasts twice a week, blogging every month, creating resources, courses, clip art, emails being sent every week, running a website, social media accounts, online stores being maintained, all while teaching full time. Ah, Of course from the outside it's like, I mean, I know, even saying it out loud, it sounds unbelievable. But remember, you're only seeing one side of things. You're only seeing the results of my hustle. You don't see me crash on the couch when I get home for two hours. You don't see me get up early in the morning because that's the only time I can fit in a workout because any other time of the day, my body is just too drained to move. You don't see me working during my holidays, researching, creating fun lesson ideas and resources. You don't see me working through my breaks at school to ensure that I get all my reports written on time so that I can actually spend my time in the evening working on online things. The point is we don't see what others are going through behind closed doors and we don't see what they're sacrificing in order to work at that level and do it all, quote unquote. You know, nothing worth having is ever easy. 
Now, of course, having said all of that, as much as I do work hard, as I know you do as well, as with all things, there needs to be balance. I'm not hustle, 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 hustle all the time. I think I would explode if I did that. As would we all if we're still in the classroom. I do think it's very different for former teachers as the classroom environment and school environment is completely different to working from home. So bear that in mind when you're listening to advice from other people. But as a teacher, someone who is still teaching, I know balance and self-care are absolutely paramount. So I do make sure, aside from all the other things I do, I do make sure that I get sleep, that I have pamper nights, that I do go out, that I do take it easy on the weekends, as I know I would not be able to maintain going you know, 100 miles an hour. None of us could, nor should we. That's, that's no life to live, is it, if we are exhausted and drained all the time. So the bottom line is, we are all at different stages of our teaching journeys and our lives. So we just can't compare ourselves to each other fairly. There are too many variables. It doesn't make it straightforward to compare. As I said in episode 11, It is just you versus you. That is the only comparison that you should be focusing on. At the start of my career, I would not, I repeat, I would not have been able to develop my teaching whilst managing a team of people. No chance. Those two completely different skills that I needed to master independently. I have seen people do both. I have seen brand new teachers being put as heads of department and I don't know how they do it. I I know I couldn't. I needed to get good at one thing before I was able to do the other. But as the years go on, you know, I find I'm able to develop my skills and take on new challenges. So if you look at what I do now, it does seem like a lot. I teach teenagers. (laughs) I do manage a department. I do run a side business. I put out podcasts twice a week. I blog. I email subscribers. I create resources and e-courses. I run social media accounts. But it didn't all happen at once. And that's what we need to realise. It's an accumulation of skills over time. So the key to progression in teaching is to master one thing before you take on something else. And it will compound over time. And that's the point where we look at others and go, how are they doing it all? It's because they didn't do it all at once. It's compounded over time. So if you feel like you're at a stage now where you're ready and willing to step things up a notch in your career but not sure how you can fit it in, I can help you. Think of it this way. We all have the same amount of hours in a day. But you need to be realistic with how much of your time you're actually wasting. And by wasting, I mean doing mindless activities that offer no value to you. For me, that means mindlessly watching TV watching things that I'm not even that interested in, watching it just for the sake of watching it, or faffing about online, just scrolling around, reading and watching things that offer no value to me, and just generally moping about. You can feel when you're wasting time, you'll know it. There are activities that add no value, so they're wasting time. However, things like taking a bath, sometimes having a nap, maybe watching a couple of my favorite shows, maybe getting an early night, spending time with loved ones and friends, those are valuable. And I don't consider that a waste, even though I'm not working. It's not waste because they're making my life better in one way or another, whether that's either well-being, rest, anything. They're making my life better. So what I mean is just because you're not working, it doesn't mean that you're wasting time. And I believe in self-care and balance. But I do admit I do work hard and I do try and make the most of my days and the time I've got in each day. 
And it is hard at first, as you may not see results straight away. But as I said before, your skills and efforts will compound over time. And that's what you need to remember when you're looking at those teachers who seem to be doing it all. So instead of you comparing yourself to them, think about what they're sacrificing to be at that level. And you can go back all the way back to episode six, one of my first episodes, and that's called Sacrifice for What You Want or What You Want Becomes a Sacrifice. And ask yourself whether you actually want it bad enough to be willing to sacrifice too right now. Your why is what will drive you forward. Your reason why. And that's why goals are so important. So you actually know what you're working for. So ask yourself honestly, what is it that you're aiming for? What do you want? And are you using your free time effectively to get you there? Or are you just wasting it? Is there anything else you can be doing in your free time that will inch you forward in your goal to, quote, do it all, unquote? Remember, time is the only thing we can spend and never earn more of. So be sure to spend it very carefully. You don't have to be hustling 24-7. You know, rest and leisure do count as spending time wisely, providing that it's serving you. As soon as you reach a point where you can feel you're now wasting time, you're losing an opportunity to be a better version of yourself and reach your goals. You can do it all, but decide what it is you want and why, and then take steps to spend your time wisely to get you there. All right, before I recap this episode with some final thoughts to leave you with, I hope this has been helpful to you today. If you are finding value in this podcast, I'm really glad. I don't ask for money in return. All that I ask is that you take some action to get involved in our community. And that could be by just subscribing to this podcast. It could be writing a review. It could be sharing this podcast with a friend, talking about it with them. Or you could even email me with any questions that you'd like me to answer the podcast or just your thoughts so far. And you can reach me at katie at teachersresourceforce.com and I look forward to hearing from you. Also, quick reminder about the Facebook group I am starting just for our podcast community. Having received lots of messages from some of you guys already showing your interest in a group like this, I have decided to move forward with the plans to set up our new Facebook group just for our Teach On Teach Strong community. It's just for this podcast community. I'm envisaging a place where we can support one another, discuss any podcast episodes that inspire you during the week, or where you can leave requests for future topics. I'll set up and launch it as soon as I have a large enough group of people on the wish list. So if you're interested in joining this Facebook group focusing on personal development for teachers, then please send me an email at katieatteachersresourceforce.com so I can add you as soon as we launch and I will email you with more information on that very soon. I think it's going to be such a helpful community to be part of and it will be lovely to bring you all together in one place because everyone who's been in touch with me so far is just lovely. It's such a nice group of people and I'm confident that you guys are going to get on so well and I can see you becoming really good friends because everyone is just very like-minded and you're very kind souls. So if you're interested in hitting me up so I can gauge numbers and make this happen for us, that'd be really awesome. Alrighty, that's everything. Let's sum this episode up then. Okay, first of all, it's important to make a note that doing it all will mean different things to different people. So decide what that means to you. What does doing it all mean to you? Set yourself a goal and identify your why. Then you have to be really honest with yourself and ask yourself whether you're actually making the most of all the time that you have. 
Now, I'm not here to emotionally shame you about this, as I am still teaching like you, so I get it. Sometimes when we get home from school, we are just so done, so done, that all we can do is lay down and not move our bodies for the next four hours. And that's okay. If that is all that you can do for the night, then you know what? That's your best at that moment in time. But if you're finding yourself wasting time when you actually feel like you are rested and you know in your heart you could be doing something to move you forward in your goals, then those are the moments you need to take action on. I want you to be your best. I want you to make the most of your life and to go to bed feeling really happy at the end of each day knowing that you have done your absolute best. And that's what doing it all means to me. All right, so teach on and teach strong, friends, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.